You're listening to Forecast, the marketing podcast for professional services leaders. If you're looking to generate more leads, win more deals, and take your firm to the next level, this show is your shortcut. Hey there, folks. Welcome back to the show. I am your host, Ahmed Manawar, and I've got another great hot seat interview for you today with Molly Nicholson of Molecule Marketing. I love this interview because Molly's problem is a very common problem, and that is the problem of scale. See, the question is, when you're a small service business and you hit capacity, how do you break through that plateau and get to the next level? That's what Molly and I tackle together in this episode. We explore how she can develop a turnkey service that will allow her to charge more, to spend less of her own time servicing clients, and ultimately to scale the business. To grab the show notes for this episode, head over to forecast.fm slash Molly. Before I let you go, if you think you'd like to join the ranks of Molly and Mary Ann from last week and the other brave souls who are jumping on the hot seat, shoot me an email at ahmed at boutiquegrowth.com. That's A-H-M-A-D at boutiquegrowth.com. Tell me a little bit about your business and I will let you know if you qualify to get on the hot seat. With that, here is Molly. Molly, thank you so much for coming on the show. Thank you for having me. And thank you for your your braveness and uh, and willing to get on the hot seat. <laughs> oh, this will be fun. So Molly's Molly's been a longtime listener of Forecast, so this is a, this is a special moment for both of us to have her on the show on the hot seat. Yes. So Molly, why don't I'm you give excited. us why don't you give us your quick introduction? Tell us the work that you're doing and and how you got to where you are today. Well, I'm a social media strategist, and I specialize in like bar, cocktail, spirits, liquor store, um, coffee, beverage, that kind of marketing, um, social media, paid, organic, um, and I'm moving into the more paid side of things. And I started uh, about just uh, two years ago. I went back to school. I was an insurance agent in my former life, and... um, yeah, I help um, clients in the Twin Cities, uh, Minnesota area with their social media presence. Why did you choose that particular niche? Why wouldn't you? It's a lot of fun. <laughs> <laughs> Cocktails, bars. Um, and my sister owns a liquor store. And so it was just kind of, they were my first clients. And it was just a great way to kind of practice and just kind of jump in without having someone really over my head, you know, demanding a lot of uh I want to say the results, which kind of sounds funny, but I could just really kind of play with, um, they were a new business as well. And so I could just, you know, go to the store, take a lot of pictures. Um, they needed something really fast. So I had, I'd set up their website really quickly, um, got their digital presence kind of fixed. They were, they purchased the store. So I fixed their uh, Google maps presence. Um, so, and it's my sister, right? And so I can do no wrong. Um, so it's been a lot of fun working with her. And so that was just kind of my first account and I really, really liked it. And I just have grown a lot of relationships in that space and, um, it just kind of ballooned from there. Okay. But now your focus seems to be social media, organic and paid, not so much the website and all that other stuff that you mentioned. Correct. But what I'm finding is that, I mean, there it's all like this ball of yarn because that you can't have one without the other. And I know like when you're in a, a bigger organization, you're kind of siloed, like, you know, you just do social media, you just do SEO and that. Um, and I've had experience with 
you know, some of that with other companies I work with. When you're a solopreneur, like you have to wear all of those hats and know something about that. So like when you, you know, post something on, um, you know, Facebook and you want to drive traffic back to the website, you have to create, um, you know, like custom UTM links. So you can track that data to see if the social is working. Um, so you have to know something about and have access to their website or the Google Analytics to see, hey, did this post do anything? So when they ask and they want to know if their money, if they're paying good money to, for social media, you can say, hey, yeah, look, this traffic, or this post, you know, drove X amount of, you know, traffic to the website, um, or this one didn't, and then you can tweak it. And that's kind of how um, I help drive some strategy. Got it. So let's set up the the premise of our conversation today. What is your number one marketing business development challenge right now? Um, so when you yeah, talk with clients and they let them think they know what they want. And it sounds great when you have your first you know, couple of meetings and you give them a proposal and you get into the work and then you find out that's not really maybe what's going on. And then so there's maybe some scope creep. And then so you are end up wearing when you're wearing those hats of doing more maybe SEO work or um, just getting into other projects. And so um, just having a real turnkey model, I guess, of here's what I do. Here's how much it costs. Um, just from the very beginning, I guess. And so laying that out. So there's now big surprises maybe. Um, and not so many change requests. And then, so then the cost is maybe not such a surprise after the fact to the business owner. And then I'm not planning, you know, my work plan isn't um, taking up so much time for a client that I can plan for more clients. Um, so just uh, getting a more turnkey plan for myself. So when you say turnkey, what I'm hearing is uh, clear scope. So clients know what they're getting, you know what you're delivering. Uh, a clear process because if it's turnkey, then you have a you have a, a series of processes that you can implement for every client, the specifics of which would be unique to the client, obviously. But otherwise, you're going through the same motions for every engagement. And yeah, um, and deliverables, yeah, and deliverables, right? Yeah. And so, so what's been the challenge in creating a model like this to date? Um, you know, I've tried to put as many um, processes in place. Um, you know, reports, you know, every month at the same time for you know, clients. Um, and I think just obviously take longer than you think is, is I think with the, one of the big problems and maybe just timing myself or clients will say, oh, this is this is happening this month and I didn't know about it. And it's like, oh, OK. And then they think, well, I'm paying you this money. You, know, you should be doing this. And clients who are paying maybe a little less money than clients are paying more money they all want the same results is the thing. And so it's like, well, you're only paying me X and you're paying me Y. Um, but the, except they all, at the end, they, they all want people walking through the doors. They all want traffic. So maybe it's, maybe it's my, on me that to say, no, sorry, you know, you only get maybe X amount of posts or you need to figure out where to draw the line. Or I guess maybe that's part of the process is I have to figure out at the front is to say your package only includes X. I don't know. That's what I have to figure out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I'm with you. So, so can you explain to me what the typical engagement looks like right now? Um, so, I guess when we start, uh, I you figure out. I mean, most people are on, you know, the main channel or main platforms. You know, um, 
Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. Um, if anything, maybe they're not on Twitter, which is, you know, fine. They're all different of where they need to be. Um, and then getting content from them is also a struggle too. So, um, I guess just figuring out how often to post and then, um, what to post, we kind of figure that out. And then, uh, going through, I guess, you know, a typical month, you know, and then giving reports to them at the end of the month. Sometimes they care about them, sometimes they don't. I'm a real data freak, so I'm really into analytics and figuring out, you know, what's worked. I mean, they're doing hashtag uh, research and um, engaging with real-time engagement with their audience um, and building their followers. So that's kind of what takes a lot of time, even just even at night, just sitting in there at home and, and responding to things takes time. So, so you're doing, so you're doing the the posts on behalf of clients. You're doing the engagement where you're responding to comments. You're doing all of that stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So it's kind of like the the client themselves. They don't really, they don't even need to log into Facebook. You you take care of the whole thing. Yeah, they're hands off because they don't, they don't have the time to do it, uh, and they don't know what to post or what to say. Um, yeah, and so I'm 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 them. <laughs> So if I wanted to hire you today, say I've got a I've got a coffee shop here in my hometown of Burlington, Ontario, and I'm, you know, third wave and I've got pour overs and I've got the best espresso and I'm a coffee geek. So I'm just going to have some fun with this. Mm-hmm. Uh, and um, as a Molly, you know what? I, 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 I need to hire you. You're the one for me. Right. Mm-hmm. Tell me, like, what are the stages of us working together? Like, what are the three stages? Uh, well, we I go to where the coffee shop is for one thing, because I want to see the environment um, find out, well, I'd probably be creeping on your stuff first, you know, looking at all where you are online digitally and finding out what, what's your website like, um, what kind of traffic you have, where you are in your social media channel uh, platforms, as far as your number of followers, what kind of people are following you, how engaging are you on those um, platforms? Are, are people commenting? Are you responding to them for one thing? Um, what kind of posts have you been doing? How have they been performing? Um, that kind of thing. And what kind of content um, do you like to do? I mean, do you, are you posting things about the people coming to your coffee shop? Are you doing things like promotions? I'm um, just kind of getting a sense of taking the temperature of like kind of like an audit, basically a digital audit. Um, and then kind of presenting you at our meeting with like, okay, here's what I found. Um, I'd probably be posting, or, you know, posting myself and seeing if you respond to me seeing how responsive you are, just say, hey, I, uh, I did this and you didn't respond to me. So what, what happens when so-and-so, you know, respond, uh, post on your platforms, um, what their experience is like? So I kind of test you out a little bit. Um, and then at that point, see what, what you want out of the experience. You know, what are you hoping to get out of social media? I mean, it's social, two-way. Um, and just kind of see where you're at. And then from there, I would come back to my office and then put together some sort of um, proposal based on what your needs are and, and where I think I can fill in those holes. And um, that's probably what step two, I guess. Um, and then let you know a kind of list of what I would need access to um, and what, what I, how, I don't know, how many posts maybe from there or just what the working relationship based on what our conversation was from the, the previous step. So at what point do I start paying you? Um, I'm, I'm once a month. Basically, I'm on a recurring monthly basis. 
Okay. So after month one. So it's a retainer. And and when are you developing the strategy that's going to go into all this? So it's kind of a free strategy based on what I've kind of dug up a little bit before we've kind of had our, um, you know, sit down and tell you what I found kind of stuff. So I can kind of already get an idea of, you know, how things have been going. So I can kind of see, and it's kind of, you know, strategy, it shifts because you kind of try some stuff and then you get more into the, once I get access to your accounts, then I can kind of get to the back end and see, oh, here's, here's the analytics on it. I can see how things have been going. And then you shift, you know, and say, hey, this has been working. Wow, this, this really has not been working the way we kind of thought. And then we, you know, like a sailboat, you kind of change course a little bit. So um, it's always, you know, shifting a little bit. But communication is, is big with that. Because what I'm hearing from you is I'm seeing three distinct stages. The, the first one is let's call that the audit. So that's where you're doing a little bit of, a little bit of uh, spying on me in advance. We're going to have a conversation. That's part of the audit as well. You're going to dig into our mm-hmm. accounts and see what we're doing and what's working, what's not working. You're going to get your lay of the land in the audit, right? Mm-hmm. And that's going to give us the data that we need to develop a strategy, which is the second part. Yep. And the strategy is you know, a lot of the stuff that you said. It's the goals. It's what we want to get out of social. It's the metrics. It's the measurement. It's the calendar, it's the type of posts that we're going to use, it's the platforms, it's all that stuff, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And the third step is, okay, well, let's actually do all this now. And that's, you know, that, that's kind of the monthly retainer. You pay us to execute on the strategy. Yep. Yeah. But it sounds like you're not getting paid until the implementation begins. Correct. So that's, I think probably the first problem that we should solve. Why aren't you charging from the very beginning? Good question. I don't know. <laughs> Some people don't know what maybe they're getting into or maybe um, uh, I've never, I think it maybe just kind of fell into it with one of those, like my curiosity about something um, became just more of just what I did. And I never, uh, it never became a formal process of here's how I here's how I work. And then, you know, told them up front that I was going to be, you know, doing this sort of audit before our first meeting and that it's a chargeable thing um, because, you know, just one of those curiosity things. Um, That's probably how it started. And I think, you know, in fairness, people don't really want audits. And that's, uh, I mean, it, it works in some contexts. I think it's less effective now than it used to be because I'm only going to pay so much money for you to tell me what's wrong. That's, yeah, that's, and that's it's more for me to catch up and play catch up. It's kind of what I mean for me to, to do. Yeah, exactly. And, and but what I'm wondering here is, I think ultimately getting into a recurring revenue arrangement for the implementation makes a lot of sense. But what I'm wondering mm-hmm. is, can we structure a deliverable before we get into implementation? Because one of the challenges with implementation is. Um, you've read Pia Silva's books. I'm going to use terminology that she uses because we'll both understand mm-hmm. it. Is you're the hands, you're not the brains. Right. Yeah. Even though you're both, but if the focus is on implementation, then the folk then then what they're what they feel like they're paying for is they feel like they're paying for your hands for your posting, and then mm-hmm. when you stop posting, they stop paying, or when they stop paying, you stop posting. That's that's what they're getting. Right. right? What we want to do is we want to elevate your value proposition so that they're paying for the strategy. They're paying for all of your brilliant ideas and how to market a beverage business because you're a beverage specialist. And then 
obviously they'll hire you for the implementation because you're the expert and you develop the strategy for them. Why would they do anything else? Right. Right. But then that reframes a relationship. It's I didn't hire Molly to post on Facebook because that only has so much value. I hired Molly because she knows how to do social in the beverage industry. And she developed my strategy. So how can we build some kind of a deliverable for you that brings that audit and strategy piece together, helps you charge money for that piece so that you're actually charging the client and getting paid for all this kind of business development work that you're doing, but then also positions the entire relationship in a very different way? Hmm. Good question. (laughs) Have, Have you thought about that at all? Um, yeah, and then I get busy. <laughs> and then it's like, I'll think about that tomorrow. Um, so I'm wondering too, like if you, if you give them something too soon, well, of course, I'm probably doing that anyway, and then not charging for it. Um, yeah, um, no, I, I mean, I, I'm, I'm, trying, so I'm trying to figure out. Um, I mean, I, to, be, and to be fair too, and maybe the people that I've, the clients that I've kind of done the audit for and deliver that to, I've gone on to work with. So it hasn't been wasted, luckily, at this point. Um, yeah. The time, the time I've spent, yeah. Yeah, no, no. But but well, as you grow and as you as yeah. you start engaging with more clients, I mean, it's going to be difficult right. to do that, right? And and that's right. really that's really the area where, from a scalability perspective, that's where you can charge the most. Right. Because, again, you can only charge so much for posting on Facebook because, you know, you know better than I do. There's a lot of competition for that. Right. And I only have so much time. And that's the the thing is it it takes a lot of time to and I'm only one person right now. I mean, to take on and be another person or another client, you know, I, I can't do that. You know, I'm at, you know, max capacity at a certain point here. So then and then what? Right. So I either have to have a product where. I can, you know, like one-offs or something because I can't take on any anymore. So, so let me, let me paint you a picture and I want you to respond okay. and tell me how this sounds to you. And maybe I'm way okay. off, but just humor me for a minute. Okay. So Molly is the founder and principal of Molecule Marketing focused in the beverage industry. And you've got a marketing machine that's serving up a, a steady stream of leads on a weekly basis. Um, you're taking calls with these leads just to qualify them, making sure they're a good fit. The ones that are a good fit, you're selling them on a um, some kind of a strategy consultation. It would be a fairly low-priced offering, but it would give you the the uh, the opportunity to get in there, do some research, have a conversation with the business owner, try to figure out where they're going, what they want to accomplish, and then deliver a strategy proposal to them and to get paid for that process. Uh, once they uh, once you deliver that. Then you get into an implementation phase where you're no longer doing the implementation. You've got a team of social media managers and a team could be as small as one person to begin with and you grow from there who are executing on your strategy, which you can now do because you've documented the strategy. The client's on the same page. You've come together on what you want to accomplish. And so now you can reasonably hand that off to somebody who knows what they're doing and have them implement it under your, under your direction and guidance. I love it. Sign me up. <laughs> <laughs> yes, yes, that would be wonderful. Because then I could say, then I, that's a, that's growth, you know. Because that's where I'm. Uh, I, I feel like I'm 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 hitting the ceiling. Like I said, like I I can't 
you know, I take on anymore because there's so many hours in the day and then they're filled, you know, I'm like, geez, you know, I'm, I'm done. I'm fine. I need to sleep. Right. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, no, I would, that's, that's, can you write that down? <laughs> yeah. Well, and well, you can listen to it after it's done, but we don't want to stop there. Right. Because that's, yeah. that's, that's a, that's the dream. Uh, but let's, let's right. map out the steps. Right. So the first thing that we need to do is we need to develop the business model because we want to get you to a point where the model is working you know, with just you in the business. So if it's just you immediately, we want the model to work, even if you're executing and implementing all of it. And once the model's working, then you can add people into the mix to take over some right. of it. Right. And the mistake that right. a lot of people make is they'll, they'll, they'll say, well, I'm busy, so let's hire. But there's, there's no model. There's no process. There's, you're going to hire right. people. That's... They're not going to know what they're doing. You're not going to train them properly and you're going to waste yep. more time than you saved. And right. And that's why also I've been reserved on doing anything like bringing someone on. Yeah, I definitely have been I'm very reserved on that, too, because of, I wanted to have a turnkey process in place so I could say that here, here's my SOP or here, here's how I do it. And I haven't had that. So, yeah, nothing's perfect. So I think your next step here is to simply develop like a, a two step how it works process. You know, step one is, uh, you know, you could brand this, but, you know, step one is your your social strategy. Right. And that includes the audit, but we're not going to, you know, you don't want to mention the audit too much because that's not where the value is. The value is in the strategy. And step two yeah. is the implementation. And you make it really clear on your website and your marketing materials and your collateral and your conversations with people that here's how I work. People say, Molly, what do you do? You say, well, I do two things. I develop a social strategy for your beverage business. And you obviously tailor it to them depending on who you're talking to. And mm -hmm. that includes these platforms, that includes these goals, that includes this business problem. And and then when we're done and you're happy and you like the strategy and it all makes sense, we'll help you implement it. That's what we do. And then you develop some collateral on, around how all that works and you add in some case studies of your happy beverage clients. And, mm -hmm. um, and then you just start promoting the heck out of that thing. And that becomes how you do your marketing. Gotcha. Okay. And then, you know, you brand that, right? So you can come up with some branding that's that's unique and, and relevant to your industry. Uh, I mean, again, Pia, Pia and Worst of All Design is a good example. They've got the brand up and the brand shrink. It's two steps. Yep. Step one is a brand up, which I've done. Step two is a brand shrink. The brand up costs, I think now she's raised the price to about $1,500. The brand shrink is the, the, the full day or the two-day brand intensive. That's about $10,000, $15,000. Um, yep. There's also... Um, her name is escaping me, but she runs the she runs the the marketing firm called Prowess Marketing for health yep. health clubs and fitness clubs, and she's got uh, she's got something similar. I forget the exact names of her service, but it's a two step process. The first step is that initial strategy session, and in her case, I know she's she's doing much more than having a conversation with the prospect. She's doing research. She's having her team gather some data. Uh, she's having that meeting. She's reviewing the strategy with them. So there's a whole lot that goes into that. It's not like she's making a killing on that first service. It probably is a loss leader in the end, right? But it right. positions her for the implementation, which is a three to six month engagement and much more expensive. Right. So I feel like a model like that could work really, really well for you. Um, it's just that mm -hmm. the, the first step would need to be let's define what step one is. Let's give it a clear beginning and a clear end. And let's make sure yeah. it's solving an immediate pain point of the business owner because that's critical here, right? It's not going to work. We can't just worry about your process. We have to worry about your process, right. but make sure we're framing something that the client will see value in. Yes. So I guess that, that that's really one question that I have for you is 
Do you see clients buying something like that as a strategy deliverable? Yeah. Um, sometimes I just wonder if there's an end, <laughs> which I mean, um, well, the implementation part, I mean, um, the, I mean, I want them to, for, I mean, recurring revenue points for myself. I mean, the sometimes not having an end is a good point uh, sale for me because that's just you know money coming in. So uh, if they see that, we know we're good at, you know, or I'm good at what I do, then they just, you know, keep coming back. So that's, that's a good thing though, right? Yeah. But what I'm, what I'm asking is, do you, like, do you think you could package a strategy deliverable that would have a clear enough benefit and outcome for the client that they would pay money for it? Oh yeah, definitely. Yeah. What do you think you could charge definitely. for that? That's the other part that I struggle with because one, oh, I mean, I've seen, People who think, you know, for one platform that two fifty a month is is way too expensive, and then I've had people who are fifteen hundred dollars a month for, you know, is is just fine, you know. So, um, I I have no idea. So that's so if I'm gonna have, should you have one price for all, you know, pitches, or do you have is that subjective for every time you go into this? That's another point that I don't. Know how to, how to handle. Well, I think I think that this will probably solve a lot of your pricing issues as well. And the reason is because when you go into a, a conversation and it's okay, so you're on Facebook, you're on Twitter, you're on Instagram. Here's how much you want to post. Here's how much it's going to cost. Like when that's the focus of our conversation, then I'm thinking, well, I could hire somebody on Upwork. That's you know probably not as good as Molly, but a lot cheaper. Or I could hire a freelancer, mm -hmm. or I could get an intern, and that's what I'm anchoring the price against. Right. But if you're going to deliver a strategy deliverable first, and it, and through the process of delivering that, I'm going to get to work with you. We're going to have a couple of conversations. You're going to present a strategy to me. I'm going to have confidence in your ability to deliver, and your 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 expertise in helping my business with social media. Now, all of a sudden, you don't have competition. It's not Molly versus somebody else. It's Molly or it's nobody. Right. Because I haven't talked to anybody at that length about this, at only you. Right. That's not the implementation. Because my, so far, it's been basically just charging for the implementation and not the other part. So, so this is a, yeah, so it's a two-part pricing going forward, the part we're talking about. So there's. Yeah, obviously I'm looking and writing this stuff down. So part one, the 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 audit and strategy. So that's one price, and the implementation is a different price. So trying to and and the thing is that it's zone. not it's it's not like it's not like you're going to do the same work that you're currently doing for free and then charge for it. The work is going to be very very different because when the client pays you for that deliverable, they're going to take it a whole lot more seriously. And when mm -hmm. they take it seriously, they lean into the conversation. They're an active participant. They're engaging with you. The end result is your strategy is going to be better. It's going to be stronger. They're going to be more invested mm -hmm. in it. And then at that point, it's your deal to lose, right? Because they'll, yeah. they'll know by the end of that, there's no way I can implement these strategies without Molly because she built them. She, she gave them to us. She was our mm -hmm. partner up until now. It would be foolish to go and hire an intern or to go hire somebody off of Upwork because they don't know what Molly knows. Right. Right. So in, in many ways, it's like the Seinfeld strategy, right? It's first <laughs> we're there for you and then we're just there. <laughs> <laughs> yep. 
Yeah, that makes sense. So I think your step one has to be a has to be like a standard price. Like that doesn't vary. It's it's X dollars no matter what because the 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 steps you're yeah, going to take in developing be... a strategy are the same for any any right. business. Yep. But then you're, yeah, your step two can vary, right? So your step two can, right. there can be packages based on how many posts or how big the team is or however you decide to break up the packages, you could have multiple tiers if it makes sense. And, and right. you, and you, uh, you know, you, you recommend the client, uh, in, into a particular tier when you're done the strategy phase. And then again, borrowing from Pia's playbook, you offer them a credit on step two. Um, if it makes sense, I mean, that, that's not necessarily a. I think in your case, it may it may not make sense because your step two is going to be a monthly recurring revenue play uh, where it's not like a huge cash yeah, outlay. You have, yeah, because I mean, with social media, it's, it's time. You, can, you can't just do it for like a month and go, okay, did it work? Or, you know, it's like it's it's a time thing. And, you know, you need a couple of months to have it build and work. So. Yeah. As far as, you know, getting in. And, so. and, and there's so, see now, now when you think about your messaging now, right, there's so much you can do with this, right? You could go and you can create content, uh, you know, content or have conversations either way, but your messaging can revolve around, uh, you know, you don't just need someone to go on Facebook and throw up pictures. Like that's not what, what gets people mm -hmm. coming in the door, right? You need an actual social media strategy and you can build messaging around that such that people will see the difference. I can hire Molly to develop a strategy, right? Or the other alternative is I can hire some random person to start posting stuff and hope that it works, but it never does. And the right. more that they can see kind of the dissonance and the gap between the two options, the more you can charge in step one. Yeah. No, that makes sense. Okay. I'm seeing a webinar here, by the way, too. Oh, you are. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> I, see, I see, Molly, I see a webinar in your future. <laughs> I've got a face for radio. This is great. So. <laughs> well, because I think you could, you could really craft a webinar around, uh, around like that, that topic of social media for, for, for a beverage business. Right. And, um, and you can, you can basically present your strategy as a process in the webinar. So Here's how you craft the social media strategy. First of all, you want to do it. You want to build a strategy because just posting stuff on social media does not work. It adds to the noise. You'll waste time and money and you won't get any results. You need a strategy. Here's how you do it. You walk them through the steps of the strategy in the webinar itself, right? Mm -hmm. And then at the end of it, you make them an offer to get on a call with you to, to see how they can apply those strategies to their business. And that's where you sell your first deliverable. Yeah. I mean, right. it's just like every sort of funnel. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. I can I can see how that would. It's like I do this for other people, and it's so hard to like almost move it back to me because I'm so focused on all like the other clients. And so, it's, yeah, no, I I'm switching it around to see uh, on my business. But yeah, I'm like the forgotten child of you know <laughs> for my businesses. Well, no, um, that's, and that's yeah. very that's very typical, right? Every marketer needs a marketer. <laughs> so. Yeah, I know. <laughs> like I know every buyer we need. Bio writer needs a, a bio yeah. or vice versa. Yeah, I know what you mean. So, okay. So, so we've got about um, five to 10 minutes left. So I, I want to stop there and let you think about, uh, you know, what's what's next? Like what questions do you have? What obstacles do you see? What do you think? Um, well, I mean, obstacles. Uh, I mean, I think it was a good time where I'm at right now to start um, implementing these things, these changes, and just 
developing and writing these things out. Uh, I'm a real visual person. So just putting, I've got things spread out all over my Google Docs all over and just basically putting them together. And I probably have all this stuff. I just need to put it all together into one, like writing these steps out and into one, one area. Um, so this is probably easier than I think it is. Um, and I, and I have all this, so it's just taking that next step, you know, cause you get comfortable doing the same thing all the time, but, um, it's exciting. So I think just dedicating the time to just sitting down and just doing this, the time, you know, uh, but I think that I'm at a good place, good point right now to do this. How's your pipeline right but, now? Uh, um, well, I think that's why I'm, that's also why I'm saying, I think I'm at a good point to do this because, uh, where I met with some client work, um, this is, this is very timely. So, yeah. So, I mean, I think, a, I think a worthwhile test going forward is if you put together the kind of the, you know, the simple version of what those, what those steps look like, and it doesn't need to be complicated and you don't need to mm -hmm. charge an arm and a leg on step one right now. Keep it very, very doable. You know, you want this to be a no brainer for the client, right? So the goal is not for right. you to make money on step one. The goal is for you to acquire a customer relationship and, even, right. if, even if you lose money in the beginning, that's fine because you can raise your prices over time, right? Right. But make it easy for them to say yes to and give yourself a little bit of revenue to justify investing in the relationship. That's the goal here in the beginning. And then as you right. do more and more of these, you have more case studies and more results to speak to, then you can raise your prices, right? So yeah. develop that first version. Keep Make the price a no-brainer, right? And then, and then test it. And then, you know, go, go and pitch it to, you know, 10, 15, 20 – uh, target clients and and see what happens. And then you'll learn a lot just from that process of pitching it. And because now you're now the posture is very different right now. You're not going in and saying, oh, well, what can I help you with? What are your needs? I mean, you're doing that, but you're doing that from the context of here's my solution. Right. So you're trying mm -hmm. to understand what their problems are. But then you're saying, OK, here's how I can solve it. This is my process. Are you in or are you out? Right. Right. So now the client is this is really this, this is what's best for the client too. is the other thing to, rec to remember is that from a client's perspective, like, I mean, I'm sure this has happened to you. Somebody comes to you, they engage you in a conversation and then they develop a proposal and they send you this proposal and then you got to read through it. You got to figure out, does this make sense for me? Does it not make sense for me? And then you got to go back and talk to them and you got to figure out what they charge and it's exhausting. And, and who has time for all that? <laughs> right. Right. But, <laughs> but now you say, look, Here's how I can help you. I'm the expert here. Here's what I do for clients. I can do it for you. Here's the price tag. Are you in or are you out? Right. It's a simple decision. Or which, yeah, no, I, and you, and you, still, you see the same things over and over, like, you know, like, and I said at the beginning, like, they think they know what they want, but in the end, they don't because you get digger, you dig deeper and you find out, ah, over here is really kind of where the issue is. And then you kind of help solve it. So, they, they're they're busy running their business. They're not. They're they're just you know posting to to check the box. So and they and they know that and that's why we end up working together. So it's it's been a real um, easy thing to kind of do and work with with clients because they they know they have to be on social media, but they just don't know how. And they're so happy when they have someone come along and they're just like, oh, take it, just please, just take it. So um, luckily, it's not a hard kind of product to to talk about. And, and that's for me. and that's where your content should focus on the stuff that they they think they know but they don't really know, right? If, so if you think of it this way, I mean, I know you're 
you understand funnel lingo. So if you think of it in terms of a funnel, you got the goal of your content, whether it's blog posts or videos or webinars or whatever it may be, right? The goal of your content is to prepare people for step one. So yeah. what do they need to know to be ready to, to get to step one? So once they consume my content, the goal is you want them to say, I need Molly's help. How can Molly help me? Here's step one. Here's how it works. Here's how much it costs. Done. I'm in. Not terribly mm -hmm. expensive. It's a no-brainer. Even if I don't proceed to step two, I see the value in having that exchange with Molly because she knows what she's doing. And then, like and then from step one, you go to step two. I like it. Sounds good. Anything else I can help you with? Not yet. I'll, I'll let you know. <laughs> okay. Well, Anna, you've got your work cut out for you, but it sounds like you're on your way. And yeah. um, and I guess uh, time will tell. Yes. Yes. I can't wait to get started. All right, Molly. Thanks so much for coming on the show. I appreciate it. Thank you so much for having me. Hey, it's Ahmed here again. Before I let you go, there are two things I want you to do. The first is if you like what you hear, go ahead and subscribe to the show on iTunes or Google Play by visiting forecast.fm and clicking on the relevant link. While you're at it, please do leave us a rating or a review because it helps more people discover the show. The second thing is I want you to grab my free course on the five P's of lead generation for professional services firms. Inside the course, you will get a step-by-step -step framework to help you generate a flood of new business for your firm. The course is 100% free of charge and you can get immediate access at 5leadgen.com and you can spell out five or use the number, either one works. That's 5leadgen.com. Thanks for listening.